All right, we're back here at Matthews Arena. The score after two, Merrimack trails Northeastern 2-1. Brad Davis joining us, the Associate Athletic Director at Merrimack. And, well, Brad, uh, been a number of years. I know we, I mean, we can't ever, I guess, can't ever say, um, you know, it can't get worse because we know it can get worse going back uh, a few years ago. But, uh, I mean, it just seems like the slump that this club is in, we haven't seen this for a while. Yeah, you can say that, Mike. That's for sure. It's, it's certainly been tough. And, you know, it's just really frustrating trying to find the, the puck in the back of the net and, and certainly on the man advantage as well when you're getting good defense and good goaltending. And, you know, they're working hard. They're not getting any breaks. And, you know, hopefully it'll just luck will turn at some point here. You see the chances, too. I mean, you got to give Clay Witt his due, I think, in this game. Stopping Singleton, robbing him in that first period, and, and then robbing Jardine early here in the second period. Those are a couple of pretty good chances. And, uh, and I mean, it's just a case of some bounces here or there. I know it's uh, it sounds like it's cliche. It sounds like you're making excuses, but they're getting chances. Their chances are just not going in. Absolutely. You know, and give give Witt credit. He's stopping the pucks. He needs to stop. You know, he made that big save on Ellis, too. I think it was the right pad stop. And, you know, the 5-on-3 advantage. We didn't get a lot of good looks there, but but he stopped the pucks that got to him from Cole Mattis and from Ellis on the point. And, you know, Merrimack's had a lot of chances, a lot of territorial play, especially in that second period. And just can't get one pass with. But you get the feeling if they get one, you know, that, that momentum can, can, can continue right there. Well, the Fenway game coming up in January. Merrimack will play Providence at 4 o'clock on Saturday, January 4th. And then it's BC Notre Dame after that. So three of those four teams haven't played it. Fenway before, and again, getting the, their first chance to do so this year. How's the support been? What are you guys hearing? And, and if people are interested, how can they still get tickets? Yeah, overall, the support's been pretty good. You know, this is the third third time in five years now that Hockey East has had a frozen Fenway event, and, you know, I'm not sure these events will sell out, so there are tickets available. I think about 20,000 tickets have been sold for the doubleheader on January 4th, and of course, Merrimack will play Providence at 4 p.m. Um, we still have a few tickets available at our box office, and, and you can call our box office or stop by and, and purchase those, or you can call the Red Sox. Ticket Master as well. Plenty of tickets are available there. And in the coming weeks, we'll be announcing a you know pregame fan fest around Fenway and you know, some other opportunities to you know, to, to you know support the Warriors and go out and have some fun at Fenway Park. Yeah, I was going to ask you if there are any other events going on as a team gets to skate there. Is there anything else that fans might be able to go to? But it sounds like those are in the works. Yeah, I don't know if there'll be any other public events for for fans to skate at Fenway or anything. We'll certainly practice there um, at least once, possibly twice, and, and a lot of stuff is weather dependent as well. Um, there'll be a hockey scala as well, which will take place. At, at Fenway, and you know they try to make it a great experience for the student athletes and for the teams. And you know, as you said, three of the four teams here haven't skated at Fenway before, um, so it should be a great time. Well, it's been a very successful fall season for Merrimack, uh, pretty much right down the line, uh, culminating with culminating today. Volleyball came also close to, to winning the Northeast End for the first time ever. I mean, can you can you recap what's going on? It's been an awful lot that's happened. Yeah, I don't know if we have enough time, but I can certainly try. It's you know, it, it's been a terrific fall, probably the best one we've ever had in Merrimack, certainly in the seven years I've been here. And you know, it all started with the new facilities that we opened in September, which really you know you, you know obviously you see everything in Lawler, but you know our other teams got nine new locker rooms and a brand new weight room and a brand new sports medicine facility and a new gym floor, you know, so a, a ton for our other programs as well. As you mentioned, volleyball today, they did lose the Northeast 10 Championship to New Haven in five sets. They took the reigning t- uh, champion to the, you know, to the brink there. Um, a team with only one senior and a ton of freshmen, so they were picked to finish 12th in the league, and they came all the way right to the, you know, the final set, so, you know, kudos to them on a great year. And you had field hockey, you went to the final four for the third straight year and third time ever. Women's cross country went to the first ever NCAA tournament, and they ran today. You know, women's soccer had their 30th straight winning season, and men's 
soccer, went to the Northeast 10 Championship for the second straight year. And let's not forget, football beat Division One Wagner, and uh, Joe Clancy set all kinds of records, and he'll probably be a finalist for the National Player of the Year. So, uh, really a terrific fall, and you know, hopefully we can get some of this momentum to carry into the winter. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you follow this up? But uh, men's and women's basketball getting going, and no expectations are high for them. Uh, did they play today? They did. Both teams lost today. Uh, so, you know, tough Saturday, um, really, for all Merrimack sports at the moment. Hopefully hockey can turn around these 20 minutes. But the men are 4-1 and one now. Uh, the women are 1-2, are and two, you know, so kind of a slow start for them. But there's a lot of expectations for both teams. And, you know, I think the men are going to be really exciting to watch. They're going to score a lot of points. They'll give up a lot of points. But, you know, hopefully they can they can finish atop in a lot of those games. And, and no one works harder than our women's basketball team. And certainly in a tough division with Bentley, the number one team in the country right now, and Stonehill's number seven. So, you know, I know Molly Blanc will have them ready to go when, when they play Bentley in a couple weeks. Talking with Brad Davis, he's the Associate Athletic Director at Merrimack. The Warriors trailed Northeastern here 2-0. And uh, scheduling for hockey, uh, interesting because uh, things have changed here with regard to the, uh, uh, you, know, you have seven more non-league games this year. It's going to be five next year when UConn joins the league. But uh, it sounds like you guys are trying your best to work on continuing to bring in some exciting teams. And uh, I don't know that there's anything new that you could tell us, but uh, just philosophy in general, uh, what, what are you guys trying to accomplish here? As, as it's really becoming a new era in Division One hockey. Yeah, you know, we want to bring, I'm sure you've heard Mark say this before, we, we want to bring teams into our building that our fans are going to recognize. So, you know, and, and that's not necessarily going to be a, a hockey powerhouse team, but a, but a brand name. So, you know, someone like a Michigan State or an Ohio State, you know, a university that's that's nationally recognized, you know, outside of hockey as well. So, and we had a conversation with those schools, and, you know, I can see us having a matchup with them down the road as well. Um, obviously nothing finalized there, but, you know, a team like Yale, who we'll go to this year, we're working on finalizing a date in our building for next year. And you know we'll play some teams locally again, like Holy Cross, for example. Of course, we're going to go out to the Mariucci Classic next year in Minnesota, and also in, a, in the Princeton tournament in Jersey. So, um, you know, scheduling is evolving. Um, I think we'll be way ahead of it than we have been in the past. We're, we're pretty close to being done for next year and starting to work on the year after. But it is a whole new challenge with, with more non-conference games and having such an abbreviated league schedule. Certainly, uh, it's been a real different field of the season, that's for sure. All right, Brad, thanks for joining us. We certainly appreciate all the hard work that you do. Thanks for coming on and updating us as well. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot. Mike, appreciate it. Brad Davis has been our guest from Merrimack. He's the associate athletic director. The score after two is Northeastern two. Merrimack, nothing. John and I will be back. We'll recap the game to this point. Uh, again, you are listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.